All right. I am excited to have you on, Jess. Um, we've been what I've we've been in talks for a little bit now. You know, I always it's, I saw you on Emma's podcast, as we clarified earlier. I got confused. Um, <laughs> but okay. I'm happy to have you on. Um, when I saw you on Emma's podcast and I saw your name, which is living by the F word or your brand, I guess, which what would you call it your brand? Yeah, it's my brand. It's a blog. So it started as a blog, a personal blog, just to share my experiences with travel and festivals. And now in recent years, I've kind of switched it over to a YouTube channel. I kind of do a lot of more YouTube content just because I feel more creative doing videos and writing on the blog. Sometimes it, sometimes it takes a lot to make your words sound right. So the blog is still up there and it's still live and I do throw up stuff there once in a while, but for the most part, uh, yeah, on YouTube. But yeah, it's my brand. I love F words. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> but ever since I saw that, I remember I, I think I messaged Emma. Or I, I didn't know if I messaged her first or if I went right to you, but I was like, I know I want to have this person on the podcast because you know our things like we like we just discussed before. Our stuff aligns so very similarly. Mine's yes. life, live yourself for every day. Yours is living by the F word. Mm -hmm. And they both kind of stand for this broader sense of live yourself and live for live your freedom in a sense. But I want to know for starting around the bat, like what are the F words in your life that you go by? What are those? <laughs> sure. Yeah. So flying, festivals, fashion, fine art, food, fitness, and fulfill it yourself, which basically is like my version of do it yourself but it also can be like a fulfill it yourself mentality, having a mentality of going after what you want in life. So yeah, yeah, you're definitely right. There's those parallels between our brands and kind of our lifestyle, like of just sharing passions that we love. Yeah, I mean, and who doesn't want to be fit and eat food and travel and fly and, yeah. and go to festivals? I mean, who doesn't want to do those things? <laughs> exactly, so, yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's, it's a perfect brand. I mean, I, I love it, I do. Um, yeah, it's the, I like the fulfillment part of it a lot too. I do. I think that's what speaks to me about it is just like that self-fulfillment, like you're saying. I think that's so important to, that's why I started what I'm doing. I mean, living yourself for every day is that exact thing, that self-fulfillment of do what's making you happy. Obviously, don't be a dick and stuff while you're doing it, but you should be, you know, you should be doing and be happy with what you're doing. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of how, well, I, I actually rebranded. I had a different name. It was um, like a nickname. And I realized when I was covering a festival in uh, St. Martin XXM Festival in 2017, I was introducing myself to other media people and they couldn't understand what I was saying. And they were like misunderstanding what my blog name was. And I was like, I need to rebrand. But my slogan, like I had always used living by the F word as my slogan. So I had always hashtagged it. I had always like had, had it there. But I was like, I just need to rebrand to this because it just makes sense. And it kind of makes people like interested, like, oh, well, what's the F word, you know? And there's it a is. lot of F, F words that I love. So yeah, it just kind of works. Yeah. You know, when, I, when I first saw it, I was thinking like, like living by the effort and I was like, oh, it's like like a fuck it mentality. That's my first thought, I swear. Like I was like, oh, like a fuck it mentality. And I was like, well, that's cool. Like that's interesting. And then of course I go to your page and your website and I'm like, oh, it's a little more than that. It's a lot more than that. <laughs> yeah, I do definitely drop the F bomb. 
Like <laughs> I definitely do. Like there's sometimes like in videos, I'm like, if I ever do blow up, like when I do blow up, it's going to be like, I'm going to get censored or I'm going to have to definitely edit those out more. <laughs> it happens, you know, I mean, <laughs> it definitely happens on this podcast and this show. So don't, <laughs> you're fine here, I guess. All right. Good. All right. Good to know. <laughs> like we said, we don't edit it. We just shoot it straight from the hip. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> I was doing that last night. I was on an IG live with the festival Vanessa and I kept dropping the f-bomb and cursing and i was like can i do that on ig live like are they gonna let us post this he's like yeah i think it's fine and i was like okay i don't know so that'd be bad if they start lurking the live streams and stuff like that i mean i guess they do on twitch don't do it on twitch right i guess yeah yeah no they will and like people report things like i think um i think it was desert hearts one night oh my god it was so funny I think I wasn't watching, but the next day, like Mikey Lyon came on and was like, so we have this huge collab going on on Twitch and we, our account got banned because Lee Reynolds got flagged for nudity. Cause apparently like someone like flashed some chick flashed the camera on, on the screen or something. Oh. So, <laughs> so yeah, apparently they're like super strict on Twitch, I guess. Yeah. So, well, it's funny. Someone else, uh, some big gamer or someone got, like banned because their kid came on the camera, right? Wasn't that a big scandal thing? Too? Oh, wow. I don't see. I don't really know the whole gaming community that well. Uh, I but... don't either, but I swear that that happened. Maybe I'm talking oh. out of my ass here, but I swear someone, it happened to someone where their child went on the camera and they're not allowed to be under a certain age on the camera. Like that's the rules you sign up for. And it was like immediate, like, you're banned like there wasn't even wow. a and she, I, I don't know if they're still fighting it i don't know if it even got resolved i know that happened though for sure wow that's yeah. nuts yeah Twitch. i is, had no idea it that whole world is crazy to me the fact that now there are people that are living and can stream on a daily basis and, and mm-hmm. make money and, and that's all they do i mean it's impressive for sure the, especially the video games because like some of those games you see the way they play and I play for fun occasionally sometimes and I'm like, I would get destroyed by that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like becoming like a legit profession, like very, like people at a young age really like go into that, which like, I think like, it's kind of cool how society is progressing in that way. Just because like, I feel like maybe when we were growing up, like people our age, like we were told like, no, you can't, you can't do that for the rest of your life. And now like younger kids are actually going it's cool to, to to game and stuff. It's kind of interesting. I mean, or they're not going to school, you know, I and mean, that's a big thing with technology nowadays. It's like, that's are, true. Yeah. People are more and more kind of questioned, like, do I really have to go to school? And I, I think, I mean, my personal opinion is no. I think if you have the right head on your shoulders and you can figure out a way to do stuff online, with not even considering streaming, just sell stuff online, promote online. If you can, do that you don't have to go to school you can be self-made and do what you want to do type of thing i know plenty of people that do not have a college degree and have very successful businesses and are entrepreneurs and yeah i I totally could agree with that because you know i I went to school and i feel like i i mean i'm not doing i do in a way do what i went to school for i went to school for art so i mean i do create things like i create festival wear sometimes for myself and i like doing crafts and like I said, like DIY projects, but like, yeah, like sometimes like people that go to school are like now struggling to like find a position. So yeah, I think that's, 
I think you've nailed that, you know, like everyone just kind of needs to follow um, their heart when it comes to things. And you don't necessarily have to go to school in order to be successful. I mean, you definitely don't, you know what I mean? I, I absolutely agree. I definitely think that stigma is slowly changing. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't, when, in, when I was in high school, there was definitely that's it was still there of like we're going to college and then like your friends being like oh I got in here and I got in here and then you know uh some of the kids were like oh I'm gonna stay for community college and and oh you don't want to go away and it's like that whole stigma first off that alone is a horrible stigma you can go to whatever college you want to whether it's community college it's in the middle of nowhere it's a big university it doesn't matter it's all college but like yeah I remember that being still a big stigma when I was there and I mean, I don't know if it's changed or not. I hope it has because I remember I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go to college at all. <laughs> I wanted to go right to start working. I just wanted to go work and make money because I was like, I can do what I want when I have money kind of thing. I was like, right. That was my, that's my end goal. You know, but even back then I was like, I want to do what I want to do. Right. Um, and some, my family and some family friends kind of talked me into it. But, you know, whatever. I got through it. I didn't pick. I, <laughs> I feel like. I feel like that song just like popped into my head. Like, I know I can be what I want to be, be what I want to be. If I work hard at it, you know what song I'm talking about? <laughs> That's kind of what like that just remind me of. I don't know why that like popped into my head. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, it's, I don't know. I hope it's changed. I do. Cause I think like, especially now as we're like, there's more and more things opening up on the internet and mm-hmm. what, what can't you do, you know? Now but you do you find, it. do you find that now, so many people because of the internet are trying to make it on the internet and so now that might become the same thing as like trying to get a degree like trying to make it as like a creator do you feel like let me pose that... you a question let me pose you a question how <laughs> many people do you know that are trying to do that that are trying to what make an online They're living trying to make some type of online anything how many do you know how many do you know that have a podcast like like that you interact with on a daily basis not someone like me through the internet or or internet friends yeah i would say like how many do you know i would say not internet yeah internet friends i actually i would say i have like one friend uh anita bass she has a podcast but i worked for her for her festival tour company so i do consider her a friend yeah absolutely and i don't talk to her every day because she's based in australia but like i do (laughs) that's one person yeah you're right you did work for her right so one person out of however many you see on a daily basis mm-hmm. i mean and not a, and not a knock to any to those of your friends not, not no knock to them but like it seems like it's very cluttered and there are a lot of people doing it i do agree with that i think it's gotten more and more but at the end of the day you look around and you're like okay how many people are really doing it like because like i have friends and i'm the only one that does it and i have my friends come on and they talk about it this is cool i want to do a podcast this is fun that was fun and but they don't ever do it so you know and nothing against them but like i'm the only one all my friends that do podcasts and do social content and there's something or i've met all online i have group chats with them because like it's, i think that's important too is like you do want to have that community around you mm-hmm. and that's been a big bolster at times for me where like i'm just like getting beat at work i'm getting beat at this thing I'm just like, Ugh. and then I go to this group chat and they're all like, oh, this has been hard. I'm in the same boat as you. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm not alone. You know, like that definitely helps. But yeah, but none of my friends do. And, and again, not knocking them, but they couldn't relate. And um, 
that's probably why we have a good friendship. I think if we all were doing the same thing, we'd also be annoyed at each other. <laughs> but That's so true. You know, I really never thought of it like that. Like, I guess when I think about all the people doing it, it's all people I'm like a fangirl of, like, you know, people that like I have, yeah, like and there's got, so- gotten like attached to through their content, right? Like that's why we follow yeah. other podcasters and YouTubers and stuff. And then, yeah, so I never really thought of it like that. Yeah, and, and granted, I love this conversation already. <laughs> and granted, a lot of us, you know, it's a lot harder to make it super big, right? A, and that's part of the deterrent. Some people go, I, there's no way you're going to make it, yada, yada, yada. But like, not saying that's not the end goal, but like, that doesn't have to be the goal. Like I, with the job I have now uh, that I do full time when I'm not doing this, um, mm-hmm. I'm working with some ambassadors and stuff like that. And to be honest with you, like some of them are doing their full-time job and then they're just an ambassador on the side and they're making extra money that they can use for travel or to help pay the bill or whatever. You know, it's not like they're, they're huge and they're famous and they're, they're living this lavish life. Not everybody is. And there's some, and some are, and obviously that's the goal I think for most of us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but for others of us, it's like, yeah, I could just make a decent living and, and, do this and do what I want to do type. That's my goal at least. It's just, um, I'll make a, maybe inevitably I'll make a decent living off of it. And then I'll, uh, I'll get to relax and do what I want to do off that little decent sum of money. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think like, I think of course, when everyone starts, it's just because they're, they're passionate for it. I don't think their end goal is to make money. And then I think it, and then I think it grows into and blossoms into, you know, that. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, absolutely. And I mean, I know from starting this, I'm now 67 episodes in. This will be episode 67. Crazy. So cool. And so cool. When I first started to now is such a big difference. And not only that, I also enjoy it so much. I didn't, you know, I knew I, I, when I first started, I wanted to do it. It was my buddy was like, why don't you start one? You're wanting to do this stuff with festivals and travel and all that. Just why don't you just start something? Start a page. And I'm, okay, I'll start a page. And then he was then I started a page and he's like, well, you need to do a podcast with it. And I was like, you're crazy. I'm not going to do a podcast with it. And then I started doing it and just started liking it. You know, it's not to me. This isn't a, a hassle every week. It's something I look forward to. Oh my god, I get to talk to somebody new. I get I get to talk yeah. to Jess this week. And yeah, then, that's pretty cool. I will say that. Like that is definitely something I am looking forward to. Like I'm launching a podcast. I was gonna say like, you, have, you little, have a super big announcement. That it's, little, I'm like, it's like I'm a little nervous. But at the same time, this idea has been in my head for so long, and it's like. Like it finally just like needs to happen. And so it's happening. And like, that is something I like take notes on people I want to interview and like, or people I'm interested in speaking to. And so like, sometimes in my head, I'm like, oh man, like I'm going to have to like do all this research and like come up with all these questions. But like, at the same time, I really like the format of your podcast. Cause I feel like it's very free flow. And I feel like it's almost just like people are people are like a fly on the wall, like listening to two people type of thing. Like, it's really like awesome. Like just where the conversations go in your podcast. I'm like, maybe I could like be a little bit more like black like that if I have guests on, you know? Well, I greatly, greatly appreciate that. I, that's the biggest compliment I've gotten. And I appreciate that. I'm gonna remember that because that's, I mean, that's the goal of mine was always to be this free flowing, like, like I wanted to give shine light to people 
in what they do, but then like, let's shake those labels away because there's mm-hmm. more to this person than just a producer, just more mm-hmm. than this person than a mechanical engineer, you know, whatever they might be that comes on. Like, right. yes, that is their title, but like, we're not, people are multi-dimensional. We're not stuck in our lane here, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you want to find your own lane, but you're not like stuck to like, <laughs> like I'm not just a podcast. <laughs> you know i'm not do i love this yeah but that's not i'm not that's not just me you know right so that means a lot um but uh, i wanted to go back you said like this has been an idea in your head for a while now and yes i think that's um another thing that people don't necessarily discuss going forward with stuff is that like a lot of times we do have these ideas but very rarely do people act on them, right? Oh, I've right. got an idea to do this, and I've got an idea yep. to do that. I mean, shoot, the amount of ideas I had before I started this podcast, and th- this podcast was an idea. Yeah, maybe you'll do it. That's a good idea, my friend. And then finally, just one day, I was like, I have to do this. Yeah. And But that's so important, too, is because those ideas you have, you know, some of them, you'd have the idea, and then it disappears right but when you have an idea and it's like constantly coming back to you like oh, maybe i should do you know maybe maybe nah nah and you're like oh, i can't do that i can't do that but then eventually you're like i just gotta do it like you just gotta eventually get in that headset of like i gotta do it and yeah it's, it's hard to get to that like it is it's um, the same thing with the gym man like i that's the hardest part about going to the gym and that's like i go through really bad phases of like slacking but like, I think with, when it comes to working, I think when it comes to working out, I think when it comes to working out, like for real, like the hardest part is getting yourself there. But once you get there, you do yeah. it. And then you're like happy when you look shredded. Right. And so <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. So like, I know that once this podcast goes off, I'm going to be like, why do I wait so long to do this? Just like when I start to go back to the gym again, I'm going to be like, why do I wait so long to do this? Like, it's like, Oh my God, a hundred percent. I, you I know, like with you, I'll have moments. I'll, and I like when I get into the gym, I'm into the gym and I'll be like mm-hmm. head ass, like going for a while and feeling great. And then I'll have like, like usually what happens is I go to like a camping festival. So I'm gone like five days. And I come back and it's horrible. I don't want to go and I won't go for and a you week eat or two. everything that you possibly can. Like, that's what I do when I come back from camping festivals. I feel like I eat. Everything. I do. Yeah, I do eat. I do <laughs> eat. And I'm also super lazy. I just lay around. But what's weird is like when I'm not working out, I lose weight. I'm like, the, like I'm the opposite of what people like. I want to gain weight. <laughs> Got it. I want to gain weight. And everyone's like, oh, you're complaining about nothing. It's like, I don't want to be skinny anymore. <laughs> but I when I you. stop working out, I get skinny again, like bone skinny. And I'm like, this is horrible. Like, I look like a zombie. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. So it's quite the opposite of what, what other people, a lot of people wish like that they didn't have to work out. But like, yeah, like you want to gain muscle. And, and so that's what your goal is when you go there. But yeah, like most people would wish that they could just sit on their couch and, be skinny <laughs> oh yeah i've gotten that i know i do <laughs> i've gotten that so many times from people where i'm like oh like you know like i said i take a two week two weeks off and i'm like oh no i feel so skinny and they're like yo shut that fuck up man like <laughs> i am dying to get where you're at right now and i'm like no you don't want to be me <laughs> but but yeah uh, sorry we went on a tangent there but yep. like, 
we went off on a gym tangent, but no, we were talking, yeah, we were talking about um, basically like people not starting projects, like ideas that you have and not taking action. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 Gary V talks about it a lot too. You know, I'm sure mm-hmm. you listen to him and mm-hmm. he's someone who talks about that too. He's like, stop talking about it and just do it, you know? And I think going back to what I said about if you're thinking about it, I think it's more of if you're talking about doing something to people and you're like, Oh my God, this idea, blah, blah, blah. Like that's when you got to start thinking like, I got to start, I actually got to do it. Like I'm talking about it to the point where it's like, I need to do it. Like for me, it was talking to my friend about it. I was talking to him about like thinking like, I don't know what I want to do, but I, I travel, I do festivals, kind of just do my own thing. And he was like, start a page. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I was like, all right, I just got to do it. And, and I just did it. And, but I was talking about it for a while first. Um, and thank God I took the plunge because I'm enjoying the ride, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Episode 67. That's like amazing. I am shocked. I'll be more in shock when I reach the seventies. I'm not a big sixties number person. I don't like, them. I don't know why when I see the six in front of the other numbers, I'm like, yeah, but like when I, the seven's like this holy number for me and I'll, I'll be ecstatic. And then. Is that um, your favorite number seven? I think I'll, I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, for sure. My favorite numbers are three, seven, and 33 and 37. So I like threes and sevens. I don't know why I like, and I like odd, I favor odd numbers for some reason. Hmm. I don't know why. Do you see odd angel numbers a lot? I see, I see, yeah, no, I see angel numbers. I've been seeing angel numbers a lot, which is good because, like, I know when I'm like in an off mood, I don't see them that much, and I've been seeing them a lot, but it's, I don't, it's not always odd, but I did see 555 today. I always forget what what they all mean for every time I see, if I see them, I have to, I have to look them up up too. I don't know what they all are off the top of my head. Yeah. I'm intrigued. Usually, so fives in the tarot. So I, I'm a huge tarot collector and like, I love tarot. Um, and fives in the tarot are like one of those cards that I'm always like, ooh, oh, because like they're kind of like not good cards in the suit. The fives in the suits usually are like conflict and like fights and like confusion. So like, oh, interesting. <laughs> so like oh, now see. when I see fives, I'm like, because <laughs> I associate it with tarot, but like five, 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 meaning um, from your angels that it is time to let go of the old that is no longer positively serving you. Trust that they will be replaced with better release old doubts, fears, and perceived obstacles. And if, it, and if feeling any fears or confusion, ask for support and guidance from your angels. So I thought you pretty much nailed that on the spot. Wow. And so they're pretty similar to the, uh, what, what are the cards called again? I always say tarot. Oh, tarot cards. Tarot? Tarot. So it's spelled T-A-R-O-T, but it, the last yeah, T is thinking, silent. I was thinking tarot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's right, tarot. So tarot cards? Yeah. Can you... So I've seen, I've seen them. I've seen them on TikTok. I've never seen them in person. <laughs> oh. I've always seen them in, in, on TikTok. Yeah. It was a weird time in my life. They were coming up and they seemed so relevant. I was like, what's going on? That's, that's awesome. That means that message was for you if they were coming up on your forehead. Yeah, but then I'm like, page. okay, but then the way, the way, okay. So at first I was like, whoa, maybe this is meaning something, right? 
But then the way the TikTok algorithm works is because I watched that video like five times to understand what was happening. Then all this, the next day I go on TikTok and I'm getting a tarot, tarot card reading every three videos. So now it's like 20 messages a day. So now I'm like, and then by like the third day, I'm like, okay, maybe the algorithm is feeding me these. <laughs> yes, I, I, could, I could agree with that because I've been having the same issue with Instagram. Like I keep getting the uh on like the explorer page like anyone anyone's thumb that touches this will get a lot of money and luck in the future don't ignore it and i'm like oh fuck i just want to keep scrolling but now i keep liking them and they keep coming up you're like, <laughs> like where's my money where's <laughs> my money the same post yeah i mean it, it's like you have to you have to go against your instinct on the algorithm it's so like with the tarot card readings i was getting on like the third or fourth day after, I'm like, this is just the algorithm. I'm like, I gotta get these off. Like there's no longer, there's no longer a meeting. So now every time I see one, I have to go, I just swing by it. I'm like, goodbye. So now the algorithm's like, wait, he doesn't want them anymore. What's going on? And then they slowly just disappear off my feed. I haven't had one in like five, six months now, but that's crazy. Hilarious. Yeah, the algorithms on the the uh, social media sites are getting crazy. Yeah, so much Twitter. I don't notice it on Twitter. Twitter's very like sub. Um, that's probably the platform I'm on the least amount, and I'm kind of happy about it from what I hear. <laughs> Twitter's a bunch of mumbo jumbo for sure. It's just like people screaming at each other a lot, and <laughs> I just yeah. say, like there'll be times where like I go on, and there'll be like some drama, and I'm just like in the in the corner and i'm just like hmm, okay and i'm just read i'll like click on the tweet i'm like i'm intrigued and i'll read like their complaint and someone else and then i'm like well, who are they calling out and i click on that person and i'm like hmm, okay and i just <laughs> read the drama i guess it is true it's like i do think that it's the platform that you could reach people even if you're not really connected to them you know, I think like Twitter is the platform where you could reach famous people and actually have conversations or like threads with people that maybe like yeah. will actually respond to you. But I, I'm not too big on it. Like there was something actually I thought the other day, I was like, oh, I should tweet that because it's just random and no one would care if I put it on Instagram or Facebook. Because that's another thing with Twitter. I feel like you can kind of just like say whatever because it's oh, like yeah. their tweets, you know? Yeah, but, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. I, it's, part of me always feels like I mean maybe it's TikTok now but like Twitter also has like it feels like you have the availability to reach more people very quickly but it doesn't seem like it lasts as long you know but mm -hmm. eh, who knows I haven't had anything blow up so that's not me <laughs> so I'm curious on TikTok what did the uh, tarot what were some of the messages you got? Do you remember? Or was it like a while ago and you don't remember? It was quite a while ago. Yeah. But it was, I remember at the time, like looking at them and being like, like mouth drop, like what? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Like um, it felt relevant, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. okay, we've got sidetracked again. I was asking for you to explain the tarot, tarot cards for maybe those who don't know, or just for anyways, for me, I'm, I'm intrigued by them. Yeah. Sure. So um, there's a bunch of different card systems and basically tarot is probably one of the most well-known card systems for divination or basically to seek answers for something you are trying to gain some more insight on. So I think a lot of people like confuse tarot with, um, you know, you have to be psychic in order to know tarot. 
and that's not true but people that do have like medium powers or like have psychic abilities like do i think read the card a little bit better but really what what it comes down to is it's just a system and so it's a tool that you can use to basically yeah like i said gain insight on things so like it could be as simple as like you just relocated for work you if you had a tarot deck or you could have asked me like hey jess like what will happen if i move to my new if i relocate for work what happens if i don't and like one card will say what will happen and the other card will say what will happen if you stay or if you go type of thing could be something like that a lot of people most people ask about family love you know work career things like that those are like the biggest topics but yeah the the system itself so tarot on traditional systems is 78 cards and it starts with card zero which is the fool and there are 21 what they call major arcana cards. And so the arcana is basically like life's mysteries, right? So there's 21 major cards and they kind of call those the trump cards. They're kind of like the major life moment cards, cards that have significant value in someone's life. And then there's four suits. So similar to how playing cards have four suits, um, there's four suits in the tarot. So there's the wands, the swords, the cups, and the pentacles. And each of those suits kind of represent different energies. So um, they also represent different elements. So like the cups are associated with wa the water element. And so that particular suit has a lot to do with love and emotion, you know? And so if you think about water works and like the water flowing and love and stuff like that, um, pentacles has to usually do with career, family, life. Um, and then the swords usually have to do with intellectual thought processes or thought patterns. And then the wands usually have to do with creative sparks, creative energies and passions and things like that. And that's associated with fire. So like, there's actually like, it's very kind of complex, but I've been kind of practicing it for, or like I collect cards. Like I literally have a card obsession and I collect decks so <laughs> i i'm obsessed with the artwork so i got hooked so i that's why i'm just so knowledgeable about it um but yeah it's like a really cool system and there's actually like different types of card systems out there there's tarot cards there's oracle cards and there's lenormand cards and so basically like the best way to explain that is think of them as like different languages like english spanish and french they're they're divination cards to give you answers, but they, they work in different ways. And so. is there like, um, <laughs> I'm like, did that answer your question? Okay, no, no, it's, that's like way more than I ever knew about them. That's awesome. No, 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 that's totally good. <laughs> but so is there like a, a system of how you're supposed to, uh, after you shuffle the cards, like throw them out, is that the word throw them out, I guess, deal them um, out? <laughs> so they're they call them spreads but like it could be everyone's different you know and so professional readers may do things way different and i think every professional reader is different and that's why i think some people connect with certain readers and some don't you know um but for me i kind of try to keep it simple so i usually like when i was trying to learn i would do a one card pull 
So meaning I would just pull one card for the day and kind of reflect on it and be like, okay, what is this card trying to tell me? Or, you know, then after the day was over, I would reflect on it and I'd be like, oh, that's why that card came up, you know, to try to learn the system. But yeah, no, there's all different types of spreads, um, especially on Instagram. Like you could find so many spreads. There's like new moon spreads, there's full moon spreads, there's, you know, releasing any insecurity spreads, there's, um, so you know, all different to, ones. If I were to come to you right now and be like, I would like a tar tarot card reading, how would you go about dealing out the cards? Would you, let's, let's go, let's go from there. Okay. So Not I think card pull, like a, like a whole, you know, all 70 something are used. I think that I usually try to keep it simple. And so uh, depending on what you're asking is the type of spread I would use. So like the example I, I said to you before about you relocating, yeah. that would be like, you know, like a two card pull, but then you could build off of it. You could be like, well, why did that card come up? Okay. Why did that card come up? And like, you can kind of like get a story from keep pulling and adding onto those cards. Okay. Um, you could, often do something like as simple as like a past present future spread which is like a three card pull where you ask a question and like one card represents how you were feeling in the past your present your your future of that situation if like that was like a specific question but i usually try to keep it simple because for me personally the more cards i add because like i'm not a professional reader like and it's i'm just like a hobbyist and so like there's times where I have to look up like how you were saying before, Oh, I got to look up the angel number. I have to, sometimes I still like live by the guidebook with the tarot, which most people like professional readers, like they could read the cards like intuitively, you know what I mean? Right. So I still have to like look it up and like journal about it. And like, so when I read for my friends, lots of the times, like I'll tell them, okay, well this card means this, but sometimes I feel like I, I have trouble like connecting the dots of, telling the story of the card to give them like a well-rounded answer. Mm -hmm. And um, there's someone, uh, I, there's a tarot reader that I follow that basically, uh, I think she said it like you could, most readers, they're either really good at reading for other people or they're really good at reading for themselves and not vice versa. And so I feel like when I read for myself, I know exactly what the cards are trying to tell me. I know exactly what to do in a situation or how I should feel. Or if I don't like the, what the card said, then I know that I need to do something to change it. Whereas when I read for other people, I do kind of feel like, kind of like very like cookie cutter, like, okay, this card means this, this card means this. Did that help? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, it, whereas most people that go to like a professional reader, like they will like go into like this full blown thing you know what i mean and like truly help someone through something gotcha no i got gotcha. you okay so yeah it just kind of varies but i feel like when i was seeing them they were like every it seemed like almost every fourth card they would pull like and they had like a, where you said it was like a story this mm -hmm. card means this and this card means you're feeling this and, da, 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 and i'm like what the hell <laughs> yeah sometimes like it really is cool how like the general readings like that's one of my favorite things to do on youtube is watch general card readings like pick a card readings and you pick a pile and it's very general because like thousands sometimes millions of people are watching it but it really can relate and you know a lot of people think it's a bunch of hocus pocus but like i don't know i love i love it i definitely i love it 
it, it helped me. It's been like a part of my self-care practice for a really long time. I think it comes down to what you're saying. Like some people might not like go for it. All right, whatever. But like you like it and that's all that matters, you know, like if it's, mm-hmm. if it's something that satisfies you and, and you, it makes you feel calm. Then you are like, Oh, I know what I need to do. And you gotta, you gotta like, perfect. You got your, you got a system figured out that works. Like, you know, that's what everybody wants. Some type of yeah. system. I think it's yeah. funny too. Or like, um, like with uh, the horoscopes and astrology, mm-hmm. you know, um, there's, I saw some tweet where it was like, you think my shit is mumbo jumbo. My astrology is, you know, my, my, that's not what they said. I'm <laughs> right, right. But and they're like, you know, they're like, you believe in God. What, like who's to say, like, who is to say what's wrong? And I, ever since I saw that tweet, I was like, well, yeah, who is to say who's right or wrong? <laughs> right. Like, just cause all right, you believe in God. So you don't believe in horoscopes, but like it's, they're both in a sense kind of like the same of like believing in a sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing with tarot too. Like the, there's astrology signs that are correlated with certain cards and there's numerology that you could associate with. So like with all the suits, like if it, if it's like card one through three, it could represent the beginning phase of something. If it's like four five, six, it could represent like the middle of something, seven, eight, nine, it could represent the ending of something. And then, 10 is like the completion of that phase of like whatever you're asking right um so like there's different ways to read the cards like if you have majority of wands in your reading like a perfect example i did a reading for myself for this month of may and it had like majority pentacles and majority wands so it like had a lot to do with the focus of like my passions and like my career and and like creative energy you know what i mean yeah yeah um and so, Perfect. and like, Perfect. there was a lot of like, um, of the same numbers in there. So like, you can kind of gauge like, you know, just like by these different like ways, you know what I mean? Of like what it's trying to tell you or when it's going to happen type of thing, like timing. That sounds like a very perfect reading considering you're launching your podcast coming yeah. up this week. This oh yeah. Week. No, it was sick. I actually, I told Emma about it and I was like, this reading was so good. Like, you know, like it was like, it made me feel good. Cause I was kind of like in like a stressful place I felt like, and it was like a really good reading. The reliever. Yeah. 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 Totally understand. And I think that stuff is, I, I, sometimes where I'm like, I really like, I don't know. I'm not like, I'm like in the middle, like there's times where I'm like, okay. And there's other times where I'm like, eh, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but I do to each, again, I, to each his own, I definitely enjoyed the card readings. I'm not gonna lie. There, there's a reason they came up on my feed. That's for sure. But um, uh, yeah, that's funny. I never, I never got really into like the horoscopes and stuff like that though. I haven't, I, I could think of maybe like a brief, like two months where I was like looking at what I was and kind of like reading. What sign are you? I'm, I'm Sagittarius. Oh, fire sign. Yeah, that's what, that's what everyone says. Aid <laughs> <laughs> and I did that on our one of our Festival Tales podcasts. We like, went through all mine because I didn't know they were on, for those who don't know, I didn't know. It's on your Snapchat. It's You can click it on your Snapchat and then it goes through like all the planets of when it goes from your five your birth years. chart basically on yeah, Snapchat. Oh, it goes through everything. I didn't yeah, I didn't know there. that you could do that on Snapchat. I'll, I'll that just is show so you cool. real quick. 
I had no idea. And Aid was like, just pull your Snapchat up. But I was like, oh, because I thought I had to download yeah. some app or something. Aid is really good with the astrology. She definitely knows, like, I feel like way more than me when it comes to astrology. But I'm very much into astrology as well. I definitely believe in it. Like, I'm a Taurus sun sign. I'm a Leo moon sign. And I'm a Virgo rising. So I, like, definitely believe in, like, all that with my personality for sure aid was cracking up at mine she was like you got a lot of this and a lot of that and i was like what is it i was like because i'm i'm dumb and i was like what, is, what does it mean and you're she's not like, dumb she's i'm just you know i'm just talking <laughs> to myself <laughs> i was like what is it what does it mean like what is it saying what does it all say she's like well you know you you like a sense of stability but you also like a really like big sense of freedom and i was like how do those two correlate at all like i'm just a mix of two different two opposites but um and i you know when she said it i can't remember what episode it is but i was like i like paused and i was like huh I was like that makes a lot of sense as to why i can't decide if i want a stable job or a job where i'm just doing whatever i want right <laughs> yeah but um to find your thing on snapchat I'll, I'll show you the guest won't see it but you go and you click your little icon at the top uh left oh you can't see it and then you click the sign nope the signs right there below your name what you click I it had and it, no idea it, you could do that and it pulls it up and then you can click through it and it got it's got all of them your moon your so your you're rising, what your an aquarius you're an aquarius moon is that what i just saw i am a let's go through it i'm a capricorn moon <laughs> okay i'm rising a, a, uh, I would, Aquarius. Aquarius. I don't know why I was about to say it like that. Uh, Mercury in Capricorn, Venus in Capricorn, Mars in Capricorn, Jupiter in Aquarius, Saturn in Aries, Uranus in Aquarius, Neptune in Capricorn, Pluto in Sagittarius. That's wow, a lot of cap. That's that's what they're it's definitely about. stable people. Supposedly. I guess yeah. <laughs> it says I'm 50 50. That's what exactly what, and then it goes into that chart. There you go. And I'll show you that. 50 wow. 50. That's so cool. I got to do that when, when we end. I had no idea. You, uh, you know what? Pull it up. It's, Pull it it's up. In that, oh, go for it. All right. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> All right let's, let's find out. All right. So I go, I go to my little profile thing. Mm-hmm. I got to change my hair on Snapchat. It's still pixie cut. Oh my gosh. I see the sign there astrological profile i held out to get a bitmoji for so long like years i was like i will not get one and then i caved about four and a half months ago <laughs> all right let me make sure i put my birth date my birth place in right uh let's see so i was born at 347 i oh, remember that i remember that because three plus four equals seven Watch this comes up with something that's different than what I've thought this whole time. I will scream. Okay, ready, go. This is so cool. Wow, I had no idea. (laughs) This is, oh, something went wrong. Please try again. Why? Oh. It's saying something went wrong. Mm. I don't know. I don't know that. Uh, I don't know what to do about that one. <laughs> oh, maybe my place of birth was wrong. That's like. Where did you enter all that in for Snapchat? I didn't do that. 
says my birth information, birthday, time of birth, and place of birth. Yeah, because they need your birth chart in order to get all the signs. I don't even remember doing that. So that's interesting how they got that. Yeah, because that's how you figure out you need your birth chart in order to see. Oh, it keeps giving me an error message. You know what? I bet you I needed to update it. Okay, I'll do it another time. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll let you know. (laughs) <laughs> All right, I'm in. I'm in. We'll get an update on that. Um, um, so where you mentioned you had a different name for your blog and brand at one point. So when uh, I guess my question is, is like, where did the live by the F word originate? Like, how did that come to your mind? And like, how is that process? How was that getting to there? So Okay. So when I first started traveling and going to festivals, I basically, so when I got out of college, which was in 2010, I graduated. Um, I, I had like an internship, but I got let go from it very like quickly. And so like, I kind of felt like very discouraged, you know, I kind of felt like, okay, I just graduated from college doing this, like, mm-hmm. you know, but I am clearly like I'm not good at it or something is how I felt. Well, anyway, well, I needed just some type of job then after that, like just, you know, to pay my bills, obviously. So I was like waitressing and bartending and I ended up um, buying a ticket to ultra and I went by myself to ultra. And like, that's kind of how all my traveling and festivals started was in, in 2012, I went to ultra alone and like it kind of snowballed from there. And so when I, when, when, uh, when I, I went, you. I hate to stop you, but you went alone, you said? Yeah. Just for your first festival, you just were like, I'm going to ultra by myself. Well, it wasn't my first festival. Like I've oh, been attending, okay. I've attending, I've been attending live music events for as long as I could remember. Like back in the day in New Jersey, I don't know, like if anyone's from New Jersey, they know like the punk rock scene was like massive. And there was, there used to be like shows at like Knights of Columbus's and like different halls. And I used to like help run these punk rock shows like back in the early 2000s and stuff but I also but I also like went to festivals but like it would they were really more like multi-genre festivals like Farm Aid and um Band Warped Tour like that was like a punk rock festival but you know I did do festivals but like not like anything like the rave and EDM festivals you know that really started when I went to Ultra but yes I went to Ultra alone and wow. I, I, I have like a whole story on my YouTube channel about how raving and solo travel changed my life because that really, it really changed my life going to ultra alone. I ended up meeting all these people in this hostel that I stayed in and that's how I started traveling. And um, that is how I ultimately ended up on the Groove Cruise. And so to answer your question, that is kind of how my blog started was because I was like, I need to share these experiences. Kind of like how you were saying to your friends, like, I, I want to like share this stuff. That's exactly how I felt. And I was like, I need to share these experiences, but what can I do? So I started a blog. And so there was two names that I was like tossed up about, like, which, what, what should I name it? And it was the old one and living by the F word. And so what ended up happening was I called it the other name, which was like my nickname at the time, because I thought right. it it was shorter. And I thought that I, at the time, I thought it would be easier because it was a shorter 
name, but it, and so I had that as my name and I had living by the F word in quotes as like the slogan. Cause I thought living by the F word was too long mm-hmm. at the time. And so, uh, but then, like I said, like I had mentioned earlier, like then when I started covering festivals actually with that name, yeah. it was like, I was introducing um, myself. So basically the nickname was Poots, P-O-O-T-S because my last name is Vanderfoot. And, and so my friends called me Poots. And so the blog was called Planet Poot, like my planet, my world, you know, type of thing. Yeah. But when I would introduce myself, like people would be like, planet what? Like they would think I was saying poops and like, <laughs> bad, like bad. <laughs> like I was like, yo, I got to rebrand now. ASAP. So like, yeah. <laughs> so, like <laughs> so yeah, it was bad. Like, cause I was covering festivals and they were like, your, what's your blog? Like what? Like, you know, that I was like, <laughs> rebrand and like uh so there was like there was like this book um uh, there's this book that i like read um like hello my name is awesome all about rebranding or it's all about branding in general Mm -hmm. and that book kind of like convinced me to rebrand because at first i was like oh all these people know me as that you know, not all these people. It's not like I had such a big following at the time, but what really convinced me, and the only reason why I'm saying this is just because if anyone listening out there is listening and is thinking like about rebranding, uh, think about all the people. Yeah, there's all these people that know about your brand, right? But think about all the people that still don't know about your brand. So like, they're only going to know you as your new brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. So, I, I... So that kind of convinced me and I was like, yeah, I need to rebrand. And so I was like, let me just rebrand to living by the F word. And so how the F word came about was because I was flying to festivals. And at the time I wasn't a flight attendant. I'm a flight attendant now, but at the time I was not. So I was traveling. So I was like, okay, what's, you know, you know, F words. I love F words. Apparently (laughs) flying, I fly to festivals. I love traveling. I go to festivals, you know, and then I was really into like, because back, I feel like back in the day, the raves, like back then, like in like 2012, 2013, it was when like the rave bras and all that was like really popular and like making tutus and like fluffies and like making scooties, like those like animal hats with the, with the mittens and stuff. Um, I feel like all that was like really, really popular back then. And I was like making a lot of that stuff to wear at raves. And so I feel like, I feel like people are still very creative when it comes to going to festivals and their fashion and raves, but like there wasn't, you didn't see as many like rave brands, like at all. Like the fashion, the fashion was not like it is now. I get what you're saying. So, So I was really into fashion. So that was another F word. And so like, that's how I came up with living by the F word because it was like, okay, this is how I'm living. This is what I'm living by, you know, I'm living by all these things, by flying, festivals, you know, fashion. And then I started thinking more upwards. I'm like, oh, well, when I travel, I like to try food. I like trying food in other countries. And um, fine art was my major. That was what I majored in. I have a bachelor of fine arts degree. So I consider myself a fine artist because fine artists basically is, you know, could be photography, it could be videography so editing videos which I like to do it could be painting and drawing and that's what fine art is it's all these types of art mediums you know um so like that's how it came about that 
that was the question, right? Because that was a really long answer. So now, oh, yeah, yeah. you know what? I, I have you. I have this tendency of like going off. So you might have to like reel me back. Nothing in. wrong about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the rebranding is something that you, you brought up and that's always, you know, again, like, I'd like to just touch on it a little bit. I mean, that's something that is hard for people to really commit to and decide. Mm -hmm. to do. And it's not necessarily as quick you're seeming pretty quick. It was like quickly, I need to change this. All right, this is working. And it might not have been like that. But I mean, there's other people that go through rebranding that is very long and gruesome and trying to figure it out. I mean, I myself went through a period and I'm, I'm not any big or anything, but I wasn't posting for a while because I was kind of like, what is it that I want to be doing with this? I was just kind of like, do I want to be only posting festival videos that I get, which I like doing? Or do I want to be more? Do I want it to be the podcast? I want some pictures of me. Like, what is it that I want? And I was really struggling with, well, if I could stray away, same thing. If I stray away from videos that I've been doing and that's been giving me high interactions, I'm going to, things are going to go down and I'm not going to, you know, I'm going down a different path, right? And it's not going to, might not work out. Um, and I, I struggled with that. And then finally just kind of came to the conclusion, I'm well, the whole thing is living yourself every day. So I'm just going to do what I want to do. And people can, right. <laughs> people can right. if they like it, they can stay. If they don't like it, they can leave. I mean, it's yeah. a big deal. And but that's kind of the point, like where I'm kind of at with online presence is, I guess you could say I struggle with having like a, a niche, quote unquote, because for me, it makes sense that my niche is F words because I love all these things and I do all these things, but it's definitely harder to, bring on a following because like people get confused if I am talking about festivals for like months straight and then I go switch over to tarot because it's like a fine art type of thing you know what I mean or like yeah, yeah like and so like I I definitely like can relate to what you're saying with that it's, like a hundred percent it is hard and I don't know I think but I I talked to somebody um I got fortunate enough um I have an influencer friend that I had met and was just picking her brain about stuff because I was telling her what I was doing. And, and mm -hmm. uh, actually I have two, in, two instances, both, uh, both girls that I know. And one girl uh, said to me, she was like, look, honestly, like, she's like, do you think I enjoy going out to eat and taking these photos before I, you know, before I can eat my food, I have to take it. I need to take it. She's like, I don't have to, but she basically, you know, feels like she's obligated to take this photo, do this. Every time I go somewhere, I take a picture and, and I have to be, I want to pose a certain way and I got to edit it and make sure it looks good. She's like, do you think that's fun? And I was like, no, I don't do that. She's like, do you have fun with your, your page? I was like, I do. She's like, then there you go. She's like, just, she's like, you've built up a very small, she's like, you built up a following of people. It's not huge, but they like what you're doing. She's like, mm -hmm. you can only go up from there. Keep doing what you're doing to posting what you want to do don't don't niche yourself into one corner and she yeah. said but that's what you know what's funny is is if you look up any any tactics like at all about growing on social media they all mention you need to be in some niche you need to be in the niche i mean that's how yeah. I, I truth be told that is how i started i was only posting festival videos that i got they're, they're all mine so it's not like i'm taking other people's but but it's it's it boxes me in to just festivals now. I'm only, right. I'm only stuck on festival videos. There's nothing else. And it's funny that when you break away, you feel like very like, ooh, I'm just doing what I want. I'm posting 
I'm not post. I'm not set to a schedule. I have to post this on this day. I have to hit a post at this time every day. I can post what I want. Maybe maybe get some type of method to it. I know that's what I'm trying to implement now. Like I do a video every every third thing's a video. Then the next one's a photo, and then the next one's a podcast clip or nature video. So then it all kind of lines up on the page. Right. It's nicer, but right. But other than that, I'm not like set to a schedule of like I have to do this. I have to do that. Um, I'm not going to name who, but I was talking to someone recently about that and they were kind of like, I think I'm just gonna, like, I'm just tired of being obligated to post these things on these days. I just want to start right. thinking what I want to do. And I was like, do it. It's yeah. so relieving. Yeah. And, but people can get caught in that, that niche or niche, whatever. I don't know. Who, yeah. You said niche. I always say niche for some reason. Oh, oh no, wow. I think I don't, I don't know if it really matters. The pronunciation, honestly, I might be saying it wrong. I it's like no the whole GIF and GIF argument. Who knows? Oh yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But um, I call it, I call it a, a Giphy or something. Right. <laughs> I, it, there were, there are things that are called GIF. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Giffies. Yeah. Maybe it is a GIF. I have no idea. See, who knows? You say tomato, I say tomato. Like exactly. Whatever. We're, we know what we're talking about. There's no reason to get all. Amen. You know, that. There's no need know. to nitpick. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but, exactly. But you know, you can get so caught up in that. Um, and one of the other girls that I am friends with, and she has a very big following. She was like, we were out one night at the bar, and she was saying, "Well, she's like, what am I? What am I? How do I get away from what I'm doing?" And I was like, and now this is where like people can get caught in it. And mm -hmm. I was like, it's like, you have a big following. You want to do more. Yeah, I want to do more. I said, if you do more, are you willing to, are you willing to potentially lose 20% of your audience? You know, and now if she, now she had a hundred thousand followers. Are you, I, wow. I said that to her. I said, are you, are you willing to lose 20,000 followers? maybe 30. Um, I don't know. I'm like, well, then you're stuck. I was like, and I was like, I wasn't trying to be mean, but that's literally what could happen. You could mm -hmm. lose 20 to 30% of your following. And you know what? It's, you got to turn that inside of yourself to be like, good riddance. You, you, you're not evolving with me. You're just here for whatever I was doing before. Right. Um, but it's yeah. hard to, it's, it's super hard for people to do that. It is. And, and, I'm not, took me forever to finally just be like, no, I'm doing what I was doing, just posting what I want to post. But right. it, it, it'll pay off in the long run for, for you as well. I know you're saying, like you said, you're trying to figure out what you're doing. It, it, I think it'll all work out. I mean, people are going to follow you because they like you and they, what you're doing, not for what you're, you know. Right. And, and like, I, I agree. I really do agree. Like that's something that I've always found very difficult about this whole social media thing is like, like lately I've been doing a lot of festival content on my YouTube just because festivals are coming back. And I do feel like festivals are like my number one, like love out of like a lot, like out of, out a of the, lot of the F, -words. F words that I talk about, like festivals <laughs> is like really like what, started the love for all like a lot of the other ones too you know what I mean like but I feel like they all kind of like interact with each other but like yeah I think someone coming to my page that doesn't know me might come and see like you know and get confused but you know in my head like I just yeah I just want to share what I'm passionate about and I think I said it to you before like I'm gonna make us shirts like fuck niches share passions <laughs> 
I really do want that on a shirt. Yeah, like, I'm my, just so. This yo, might I'm be the like, first time I edit something, so no one digs that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. No, that's a great. I mean, it's true though. It's true. It's true. I mean, think of how much more fun you're gonna have running something you're passionate about versus something people are wanting to see. You know, that yeah. you're not wanting to do. I mean, think of it this way: you want to dumb it down to the best way possible for people is you want to control your audience, not have the audience control you. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's as basic as we can get to that, you know, that discussion, but something that I think a lot of, a lot of influencer people and, and, and stuff like that, that are big on social media are, are coming to now, you know, I mean, there's, think about like, you always hear those stories, like the girls that have 300,000 followers and they're, but they're showing, you know, their body off and yada, yada, but they want to do more. They want to do more. And I don't blame them for wanting to do more. Yeah. Uh, and, because but, it's like what you said before, there's more to me than this podcast. And there's more to me than just this. And there's yes. more to me, like everyone, you know, like that's something like with like humans in general, like when we meet, when we meet someone, the first question is like, what do you do? And it's kind of right. Like, don't you feel yeah. like it's always like, kind of like, what do you do for Instead work? Of like, what or are like, your hobbies? It's like, what, or like, what, right. what job do you work? Or like, Right. Yeah. Well, that so, guy's like, a lawyer. Wow. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it, like, it doesn't necessarily like define who you, it doesn't define who you are at all. You know what yeah. I mean? So, absolutely. absolutely. So, like, yeah, like, I just feel like, um, I can, I definitely relate to that so much. You know what I mean? So I'm happy that you have found like a happy sweet spot with doing what you want to do, because that make that like, put so much more confidence back into me because sometimes there are times where I'm like, I have too many F words. Like I have too many things I want to talk about. And like, but you know, sometimes like you'll see, yeah. Like I was doing a tarot series on my channel for like a while. So luckily I haven't really lost any subscribers, but then like I switched a lot to festival stuff recently in the last couple months, just because festivals are coming back. And in my head, I'm like, are all these tarot people going to leave me now? Cause they subscribe. Cause I was doing like tarot unboxings, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, and then, you know, like I said, I mean, maybe there's a way to come up with the schedule where you're doing all of it and, and you're liking all of it. Again, I would make emphasis on the, Oh, I'm, I'm doing that word. You don't do it in seasons, put a thing out. We're like, Hey, from, from this to this month, I'm doing festival content. I'm going to festivals. I'm not saying to go away, but I'll be back doing tarot cards in May. You know, who knows? There's always right, a way right. around it. And, but again, I understand you don't want to box yourself in either. I don't want to box myself in. I want to, I don't want to say I'm going to post this today and this tomorrow. And the, the, I don't want to do that. I want to do what I want. Right. <laughs> but and, and you know, I, I feel you completely with that. Yeah. It's, and, and again, I don't want to knock people that are doing niche stuff uh, to, to each his own. There are some people that are in their niche and they love it. They, they, they want to do that. And that's even more powerful. Mm-hmm. If you can narrow it down to one thing that you absolutely love and you can lean into it, you're set because you're doing something you love and you're never going to not have a passion for it. Mm-hmm. But all too often, a lot of us are evolving constantly. There's new things that yeah. we like. There's different phases with that we're going through. Sometimes it's just how it is. You know, I'm, I'm, that's how I am. I'm like, oh, I, I used to like country music. I used to go to country festivals. And I used to go to country concerts and do VIP and sing to Luke Bryan. And do you now still I'm, love country? Oh, I do like it. Yeah, I do like it. Yeah. I haven't gone anything in years, but I do like it. And I don't, I listen to it here and there, but not like I used to. I mean, right. I used to do it a lot. Right. And if I started a country page and I did it 
evolve, you know, and then I just was stuck doing country stuff. I wouldn't be happy right now. So, right. you know, to each his own, figure out what you are. I'm someone that drifts a lot. So I'm like, I got to do whatever I want to do. And that's how it's going to roll. But mm-hmm. we'll see. But yeah. I hear you because I, I feel like a lot of people, yeah, everyone evolves, of course. Like even for me musically, I feel like I've gone through all the phases. Like when I was growing up, I was like into pop music and I loved like Backstreet Boys. I still do. Like I went to a Backstreet Boys concert with my sister for her birthday a couple of years ago. Um, but yeah, like I listened to all the boy bands like growing up in, you know, the 90s and all those pop artists. And then I oh, yeah. like went into the punk rock stage of all the punk rock bands like Thursday and taking back Sunday and all that. And then I went into college and was in like my whole hippie stage of like, (laughs) you know, listening to Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd and all all this music still is very relevant and important to me. Like, and that's why I really actually do enjoy multi-genre festivals because I feel like you get like a little bit of everything. Um, But I definitely do. I say I love multi-genre festivals, but in recent years i've definitely gone to more edm festivals like i mostly go to a lot of electronic music festivals but i think that like you see electronic artists like taking over lineups a lot more like even if you look at like coachella's lineup Mm -hmm. from like back in the 90s like how it's shifted to like there's a lot of electronic acts even like to the point of when was it i think it was like 2016 you had calvin harris and like cascade on the main stage there you know that was like the the first time where you were seeing like these big like DJs yeah. on the like the main stage at Coachella, you know? It, it so. is crazy how not only that is all is slowly evolving, but then again, like you like you're saying with within ourselves, I mean, shoot, I can think of there's was a month phase where I was listening to only 70s rock and then I went back to EDM and then I listened to there was a during quarantine when I was because I saw the work. I swear there was a three and a half month period where I was just doing podcasts, like just straight. I was mm-hmm. like so out of the loop with EDM stuff. I was like, that's when it kind of hit me. I was like, what am I, my only, I'm only posting festival videos and now I'm listening to podcasts 24 seven. I don't even know what's happening in the music world. <laughs> right. I was like, probably not a good idea to stay to one thing, but yeah, I mean, and then I went back to EDM and I'm back there and now I mix it. It's like, I mean, and I think most people are like that, you know, I, I, I do. Mm-hmm. Most people are like, just doing what they want to do and listen to what they want to listen. There's not too many people I know that are like, I only listen to this genre and only this genre. There's very few, you know? Right. Yeah, no. And I definitely think like that's because also like, I feel like we have grown up now because of the technology and how music has evolved that like, there's a lot of collaborations going on between like live music artists and electronic artists and, like, I don't know, there's like this whole cool mix going on, you know? Yeah, well, a lot of the electronic artists, we don't realize, sometimes produce the beats for the other genres. I mean, we don't mm-hmm. realize that there's a there's a few that have gotten gold and platinum albums because they're on the album as the artist producing the music, you know, the beats and stuff, rather than them actually their own song, but they're on it. Right. Know? So, it, it, it yeah, absolutely. I mean, 100%. It's definitely, I remember like 2017, 16 EDM festivals were a little different than they are now. I mean, I can remember going to EDC Orlando 17 and there's a mix of rap and hit songs 
spun in with their own remix of you know a hard mm-hmm. drop or whatever EDM drop they put in with it. That doesn't happen in sets anymore. Like like if you go back to Slander in 2017 and you listen to his EDC Orlando set, there's Drake, there's um oh my god there's amigos there's cardi b they're right. in it they're in the set and you're like what the hell's going on and you listen to it now it's all edm originals or hard drops it's totally different and it's crazy but yeah definitely getting more and more mainstream so. <laughs> and integrating more and stuff like that so. yeah i don't i mean well, I guess because like artists are evolving too. Like it's like you said, like everyone is just in on their own path and having their own journey. I don't know what it like must feel like being a DJ, like, you know, like to like hear the crowd and like, you know, like really read them. I feel like it must be really a different environment when you're playing a, a festival. And once you make it to that scale, like where you're at one of those big stages and like that many people are watching you you know what I mean like different from what I'm saying is like different from like when DJs like were very like it was all about the music and it was kind of like not the production and the stage was like relevant you know what I mean and like people used to like go to clubs and like just dance and like the DJ was kind of like you know hidden and like I don't want to say irrelevant but like yeah kind of you know and so um yeah, with festivals now, like, I think, yeah, like, I think it's changing, like, a lot of things, because now, like, it's a lot about production, and, and uh, so I feel like their sets must change, and I have no idea, honestly, like, what they're even doing. I'm, like, the worst when it comes to, like, DJs and all that stuff. <laughs> like, I have no idea what they're doing. I don't know how to do it, and uh, I mean, it must be really interesting to try to, like, read a crowd, especially I feel like it, it, it would be more difficult than, like, in a club, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, that's some. That's a question sometimes I ask a few of the producers I've had on. Is like, how does it feel like when you're up there? The crowd's growing crazy. Mm-hmm. What's it like? You know, because it's like I can't relate. I'm always. Do <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it, yeah, absolutely. And then I, I you know, like, same thing. I don't really know much about DJing and, and the actual producing of the music. I know a little bit, but not enough to really talk about it yet, you know? And that's why I'm like, I still want to talk to these guys. I think they're crazy. They're interested. They're doing that for a living. They've had to do something to get there unique and they have to have something about them that's different. Like, let's talk about it. Let's see what they're about. You know, let's get to know them for more than just the producer that they are. But right. Yeah. 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 And that's cool that you're interviewing some of these DJs and producers. Like that's, it's true like everyone has a story of how they got somewhere and yeah everyone has a story that's like the one thing that I do love about the internet is like we were talking about before like I was saying like I feel like so it's oversaturated everyone's trying to like make it online now you know right and you were like kind of like well how many people really do you know that are really doing that and it's kind of true like there's a lot of people that don't really tell their story publicly I guess you're totally right so and that's just something I, I mean, to be honest with you, that, 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 that question came to me during this podcast. It's not something I sit and ponder about, but we were talking about it and I was like, oh, we're just going to see what, we're going to go with this. Let's see what she has to say. Cause I didn't thought about it. But when we sat and started thinking about it, it was like, well, shit, not many people really are that, you know, we are doing something unique and we should be proud yeah. of it. Right. Yeah. And give it I our all. That. Be proud. So, 
Well, Jess, I'm gonna, we're about an hour, a little bit over an hour. I've had an amazing time talking with you. Um, me too. This was I, like really so awesome. And it's very like, <laughs> it makes me very happy. Uh, like, because like I'm starting. Okay. So let me just say that if you guys want to join me on my podcast, it's called What the Flight Radio. And it's going to be all about aviation, flight attendant life, traveling to festivals and solo travel and stuff like that. And so like doing this really made me happy, like being a guest on your podcast, because I've only been on Emma's podcast. So this is my second podcast. And like, yeah, just having these conversations are like so important and fun. And like, it just like, gets me really excited for my own. (laughs) I just hope I could be as good of a host, you know? <laughs> you will, you will. I, you're being too generous. I appreciate that. No, I mean, it, it, it's, there's a learning curve, just as there is with anything you, you start. Um, I was never, there was, you can go back, you can look at the first probably 10, 11 episodes, 15 episodes, for God's sake, and they're quite different than the ones that are happening now. Um, my conversation was not as good. My talking was not as good wasn't as prepared all that stuff I mean, there's 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 definitely a learning curve um but you're always welcome back on i had a, such a great conversation with you i'm, I'm glad Thank i could you. get you excited for yours uh you should be excited to do your podcast but you're always welcome back on um but yeah everybody check out her new podcast it should be out by the time this podcast airs i believe yep. So perfect. Um, but anyways, thank you once again for coming on. Thank you for taking the time on your day to come on. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. I had so much fun. This was awesome. I had an amazing time. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we could do that. All right, everybody. Peace.